This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me David Feynman, co-founder of Flexation and Viral Ideas. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks so much, Roman. I'm excited to be here and share some knowledge with y'all. Awesome. So how did you get to the point of founding these two companies? What was the journey to get there? So it actually started, both of them actually started by accident. So I like to say it's one of the best accidents I've ever had. But um, so me and my co-founder flew out to California, both still in college at the time. And we bumped into a few folks who needed help with video and social media marketing. And we, we sat down with them and ultimately they decided to bring us on as consultants to help them you know, develop a strategy for it. And what started to happen is we were really successful with that one client and it just led us to more and more and more clients. And eventually we decided to build a company around it that's called uh, Viral Ideas. Viral Ideas essentially, you know, for those of you who don't know, is a uh, corporate video production company. We build out corporate video solutions for companies both large and small. And midway through the building of that process, we we actually accidentally started another business. So we noticed that a lot of our clients had a lot of video footage that was just sitting on hard drives doing nothing. We would build out, you know, extensive videos for them, but there would also often be hours and hours of excess footage. So we started developing a process to turn that footage into clips for social media online use and developed out a company called Flixation that helps other companies handle their, their backend editing. So we work with agencies, other video production companies, you know, brands on building out their, their content libraries and editing. That's awesome. And in terms of building the company, what recommendations do you have for someone that's possibly looking to start their own company in the digital space? Some of the pain points you may have had to overcome? So, so I, I would say, you know, when we first started out, we took anything and everything that came our way. I see a lot of other agencies do this. They, 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 they take one client and they think everything translates directly to that client when actually it's better just stay within a few niches um, or, you know, a few key service offerings. So we've actually went, gone through a process of, we, we started out offering quite a bit more services than we offer today. So we really narrowed down exactly what our services were and you know, to, to select a few things. And on top of that, we also have built out you know, more of a niche of, of who our actual customer is, which creates a, you know, a better relationship with our clients. So I, I, I see you know, if, if someone's starting out you know, in the digital space, starting out an agency, my recommendation would be really figure out what you're offering and keep that offering as focused as you can. No, that's great. So what do you think is kind of one trait in 2019 that a uh, entrepreneur should have to uh, kind of reach what they're looking to achieve? I don't think necessarily one trait. I think everyone plays, everyone plays on different strengths. You know, there's some, you know, I was, I was just listening to uh, an interview with Tony, uh, Tony Shea, the founder of Zappos. And he was saying that, you know, a lot of, a lot of, in a lot of companies, there's one charismatic leader that everyone gathers around. 
right? And 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 that's everyone. Everyone wants to be like that individual person, where he he kind of views himself as you know, someone who's more of a uh, caretaker of an orchard, lets individual people grow into their into their strong suits. So I, I think in a lot of ways, there's not one thing you should you should be doing as an entrepreneur, right? That you should just kind of really figure out what you're strong at and, and build yourself up around that key strain. Obviously, I think the one thing that almost every entrepreneur has in common is a, a strong work ethic. It doesn't necessarily mean you're working 24-7, it just means you have a strong work ethic. Yeah, I think the work ethic is important and it's kind of like outlasting everybody else or everyone that wanted to do the thing that you wanted to do, but you know, got discouraged, circumstances, things failed, and they kind of dropped off. Absolutely. So in terms of your personal motivation, what is kind of your guiding compass currently? My guiding compass? So we really focus on creating a simplification of what of what the old process used to be. So the old process for creation used to be clunky and and and, and difficult to maintain. But um, we're really obsessed with making things easier for both the clients and and uh, the people that work for us. So we we kind of have that obsession with simplification at both viral and flexation. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think a lot of people try to uh, focus on starting a company or founding something or developing a product that does something new. But a lot of the times, many companies that are successful kind of redefine pain points that may not be working currently that can be done better. And look at Google, right? Google's one homepage, it's one bar. You go on google.com, type in search or I'm feeling lucky. And that's it, it's a whole website. You know, I don't even think they have I'm feeling lucky anymore. They used to have that. But now it's just you type in, you type in something and that's what you get. The most powerful companies in the world. So I think I think there's an art to being simple, right? If you look at if you look at like one of our competitors, Yahoo, you go on yahoo.com and the whole site is cluttered. Like the search bar is up top and there's news under like it, it's not as simple. And arguably they haven't done as well as Google has, right? So you know, that 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 would be you know, if we go back to kind of what, what we're looking to do and like what we're obsessed with is just that continual simplification of what we're doing. And that, that really drives us to, to do better for both the customers and the universe that we operate in. No, I agree. And I think it's funny, the Yahoo, Google example, there was a time where uh, Google offered to buy Yahoo years and years ago for 10, 15 something billion dollars and they refused and they obviously didn't adapt to changing times and Google surpassed them and everything, so. Yeah, I don't even think, I don't even think Yahoo, Yahoo's market cap is 10 billion. No, I think uh, currently Verizon under their media holdings owns them and bought them for pennies on a dollar. Really? Yeah, so it's kind of funny. That's crazy. So what's one thing that you've kind of struggled with may have been, you know, a pain point in the past that you've turned into a positive and kind of utilized today? I think there's, for me, there's so many, right? Like one of the things I would say early on that we weren't good at was back to the whole focus. We weren't, we weren't great with with staying focused on, on our key service offerings. So, you know, we, um, you know, in, in a nutshell, like we, we kind of took that and mapped out what we were really good at, at both viral ideas and fixation. And we cut, we cut the rest of it. 
and, and it was a tough process. So, so it was basically like, it would seem like we were doing a lot of things really well, but we were really only doing a few things really well. So, you know, taking that, that big concept of like, the pain point was, you know, we have all these service offerings, it's tough to, it's tough to manage all of this. And we, we ultimately ended up, um, we, we ultimately ended up just, you know, Stilling that down to a few, and um, that pain point kind of turned into um, a rapidly accelerating growth company. No, I agree with that model, and I've made that recommendation with a lot of businesses where they're trying to scale, but they focus on too many things, and they're trying to be everything to everyone. So you need some kind of core, you know, what defines your business, what you're looking to grow overall, and you can have things that branch out from that, but have that kind of core focus that you don't lose, lose focus on as you're growing. Correct. So what kind of clients do you usually work with? Are there specific verticals? Are they running the gambit? So I'll, I'll say our focus has been startups, uh, SaaS companies, marketing agencies, manufacturing companies, and medical device companies have really been our focus, our focus five, five different uh, business types. Uh, we've done stuff in other industries, but that's definitely where we uh, we play the most in. Uh, we also, I would say, uh, focus a lot on the viral idea side on a type of video. We focus on the about us video, explaining you know what the company is all about. We also do video series, animation. So you know, a lot of times, whether even if it's not in those niche, if it's a company that wants those specific services, we uh, we'll take them on as a client. No, that's great. And are there any like common? Uh, issues that specific verticals have when it comes to video, um, you know, lack of video, lack of knowledge, uh, lack of creative, anything that you see when you take over? Yeah, I mean, they just don't do it. Like yeah. a, lot, a lot, a lot of them just don't do, just don't do video at all. Yeah, at times there's not a lot of uh, investment in creative, especially video. So I think going in and changing the mindset of companies is important. I'd also say a lot of them just have bad videos in general, just stuff that was made for TV that they think they can repurpose for the internet and just doesn't work well. Yeah, I've seen that before as well. So what's one takeaway you can leave with the audience in terms of recommendations or advice, either personal or professional? I would say on the professional side, just go after, go after, go after what you, what you want, you know, and you know, in, in going through kind of the journey of, of entrepreneurship, it's it's kind of like, you know, if, if it's something you want and you stick with it, eventually something will hit for you. So, you know, it's, it's a matter of like just wanting it really bad and just going after it and sticking with it. And, you know, you'll be successful with that. No, I agree. And I think it's that perseverance. So you will have, you know, failures. And everyone is destined to fail, but learning from it and then using those skills or that knowledge on your next endeavor really um, drives you to get to something that you can tack, or tack up to a success. Exactly. So I really appreciate your time today. Can you tell the listeners how to find you or some of the things you may have going on? Sure. So you can find us either at one of our two web properties. So we have uh, viralideamarketing.com or flexation.co. On all those sites, we have social media, chat, whatever you need. You can just reach out to us and uh, someone on the team will get back to you. Uh, if you're looking to get to me personally, the best way to do it is through 
pretty much any social media. I'm pretty active for personal, more personal use on Instagram. And then uh, business would be on LinkedIn or Facebook. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for stopping by again. Thank you for having me. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.